If you enjoy Work It, please consider visiting spookymag.com forward slash subscribe to support the show. Come on, you know we're good for it. Overtime is a work of satire. It is 100% guaranteed stupid. Get out while you can. Howdy folks, and welcome to your first quote-unquote off-week episode of Work It. It's called Overtime since your old buddy Sammy is here, even though he deserves a day off. It's just me this week with a more pared-down setup, for which reason I will be recording today's show completely nude. Just me, a road podcaster, and the old pool noodle. On today's episode of Overtime, we're taking calls on COVID-19. Welcome to your quarantine age years. So sit down, stay tuned, and enjoy my noodle. This is Work It Overtime. All right, let's go to the phones. We're taking your calls about COVID-19. We want to hear from the people of Westdale how you all are keeping up during the pandemic. Are you working from home, struggling with bills, uh, maybe trying a new project? Call in and let us know. Work It, you're on the air. Hello there, Work It. Rhoda from Old Westdale here. Hey Rhoda, how's phase three treating you? Oh, I can't complain, you know. I go for walks, I see my little grandchildren. That's nice, glad you're making the most of it. Oh yes, and of course, I stay home and flick the bean all day. Thanks for calling Rhoda, work it, you're on the air. Hey Sam, this is Brittany from Lower Westdale. Oh man, that's a tough neighborhood. Yeah, you know, it is, but we make it work. Sure. Good people here, big hearts. Good stuff. So, uh, Brittany, uh, how's your how's your neighborhood making out during this whole pandemic thing? Well, we've got these mutual aid programs. Are you familiar with that? Mutual aid? Right. Mutual aid is like people in the community pitching in, helping each other out. Exactly. So what we do is we go to the fancy neighborhoods, and, and this part is key, we bludgeon people and take their wallets. I see. Plus, it's fun. Win-win. Great. Thank you, Brittany from... Lower Westdale. Work it, you're on the air. Hey Sam, Todd from Westdale calling. Hey Todd. First time, first time. Uh, as in? First time caller, first time listener. What's this show again? <laughs> it's it's Work It, a uh, comedy show about jobs and working. What? Word kit? What does that even mean? You give people kits for words? Like, here's a kit filled with some adjectives. Use them wisely. What? Sounds stupid. No, no. Work It. Work it. Oh, like the urban music song. <laughs> um, I mean, technically, I guess, but, you know, urban music, that's always seemed to me like such a weird kind of crypto racist music classification. What? What's wrong with being urban? Oh, I suppose you want to move to the country, do you? Move into a log cabin and a bear is your wife, is that it? And all day long you're singing do be do bo bo Oh yeah, real great, this guy. <laughs> no, but come on, there's there's something so euphemistic about it. I don't know. Someone someone smarter than me can unpack this better, but urban music, I mean, come on, that you gotta admit, it feels a bit off. Can I work it? Let me work it. There's a jerk pit at the market. We're Thanks, Todd. Thank you. That that's that's great. Uh, might want to leave that to Missy, though. Come on, that was pretty good, no? <laughs> no, trust me, not too good. Want me to do it again? Hello, work it. Time to work it. Todd, 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 come back. 
Uh, let's talk coronavirus, Todd. Sure, right, right. Yeah, so this COVID-19 thing, that's the topic. It is, right. Like, are you working from home? How's your mental health? That sort of thing is uh, what we're talking about. Sure, sure. I mean, I think we can all agree it's been super great, right? Great. <laughs> um, okay, I don't think I've heard the pandemic described as great before. Oh, no. I mean, okay, look, uh, unemployment's skyrocketing. There hasn't been hardly any protections, to my knowledge, against evictions. Um, no, for a lot of people, it hasn't been great. It's been a really tough time. Really? Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Huh, go figure. First I've heard of this, because for me, it's been awesome. Okay, uh, well, Todd, um, how did you, well, what, okay, what did you do for it to be uh, awesome in your case? It's easy. And lucky for you, I'm happy to share my advice, my wisdom, if you will. Oh, okay, Todd. My secret is I've spent the whole pandemic hanging out with my friends in the business world. We're learning to pilot. It's great. Well, that's exciting. It is. It is exciting. So you said you're in the business world. That's right. I'm the CEO of Widget Media. Oh, my God. Is, uh, is this... Are you Todd... Dushelman? That's me, Todd Misdemeanor Dushelman. <laughs> sure. Get it? From before? Uh, yeah, no, I, I get it. So, so Mr. Dushelman, I'm, I'm pretty sure you're like, I think you're work its owner. Could be, could be. I own a lot of things. Yeah, I, I think so. Cause, okay, Work It is aired on CFMU, but owned, I think, by Globocast, the podcasting subsidiary of Teleyux, the uh, comedy conglomerate that itself is, well, according to reporting, a shell corporation of widget media. You know, there's so many companies I own, I do lose track. I mean, we buy them, sell them, liquidate them, relocate them to foreign sweatshops. You know, it's really stressful for me trying to keep track of it all. Gross. That's business, baby. Get a clue. Sure. Well, uh, Todd. Why don't you tell us about your pandemic experience? I mean, it, it sounds like uh, you benefit from some terrific privilege to have actually enjoyed it. It's been great. Frankly, I don't know what everyone's complaining about. I've never had so much fun as learning to pilot with my business pals. Well, but that's just it, Todd. Your experience uh, has like no relationship with the broader publics. How do you mean? Well, like I was saying, I think a lot of people are struggling these days. Most people, most people wouldn't have the time or money to spend the, the pandemic learning to pilot. But it literally pays for itself. Does it pay for itself though? I mean, it must cost a lot of money to actually become a pilot, no? Sure it did. There are costs, I'm not gonna lie. I mean, there were the lessons, the gear, insurance, the giant dinosaur mech suits, but look, we've taken what we've learned and it's already paying dividends. Um, hang on, hang on. You were you were just saying with your costs there. Oh, the gear? Ah, oh, yeah, pricier than you'd think. Uh, no, no, um, there was another one. Uh, giant mechanical. Uh, oh, sure, giant dinosaur mech suits. Very cool. <laughs> I, I don't, uh, no, I have no idea what you're talking about. Giant dinosaur robots? <laughs> 
What? What's that have to do with becoming a pilot? Oh, I get it. You thought my colleagues and I were learning to pilot what, like Cessnas or something, right? Uh, right, exactly, a Cessna, a little plane like that. No, no, no. During the pandemic, my fellow business leaders of Westdale and I have become Megazord pilots. <laughs> Meg, Megazord pilots? What are you're making this up? Oh, except we call them money zords, just for a little extra touch of class. I don't care what you call them, there's no such thing as a Megazord. Um, ever seen Power Rangers? Hello? Sure, I remember Power Rangers, but it, it was a kid's show, it's not real. <laughs> not real? Oh, so I suppose Amy Jo Johnson isn't real. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh my, I don't know why I remember this, but... The Pink Power Ranger, right? Uh, yeah. Lives in Toronto now, maybe, I think. Uh, and Jason David Frank. Oh, he's not real either. Give me a break. Who, again, for some reason, I remember was the Green Ranger. The Green Ranger slash? Uh, slash White Ranger. The White Ranger, exactly. And how about Lord Zed? I suppose we dreamed up Lord Zed, did we? Right. Lord, Lord Zed, the villain. That's not the point. The point is... What? Villain? Lord Zed was the Yellow Ranger. No, Lord Zed was definitely one of the villains on Power Rangers. Oh, you're thinking of Billy. Billy was the villain and Lord Zed was the Yellow Ranger. Look, Todd, I do want to get back to Westdale's CEO's piloting giant uh, <laughs> dinosaur mechs uh, in a second. But but just to wrap this up, I, I'm so sure that Billy was the Blue Ranger and Lord Zed was definitely one of the villains. Hang on, now you got me confused. Was Billy the one whose brains were sticking out his helmet? No, that's Lord Zed. With the big letter Z on his mask, that was Billy. That, <laughs> that was absolutely Lord Zed that you're talking about. I think that was Billy. Okay. Um, either way, why don't you tell me, <laughs> why don't you tell me about how you and your fellow Westdale business leaders have learned to pilot uh, Megazords or or money zords, as you call them. Sure, so like I was saying, whenever life gets you down during the pandemic, all you've gotta do is team up with four of your CEO friends and pilot a gigantic robot dinosaur around Westdale. The world's your oyster then. But, but this is fantasy, Todd. How does someone get <laughs> their own money zord to pilot? Boy, you're not the smartest one, are you? I'm smart. Right, okay. Uh, whatever. Well, Sam, here's how you go about getting yourself a money zord. So, Widget Media has a controlling interest in Boston Dynamics, you know, the robotics company. Right. They're the ones who post all those videos of, like, humanoid robots that can't be knocked off balance or, um, like, robots that can jump and roll and stuff, which I assume is all for military or policing purposes as soon as they're field ready. God help us. Right. Good people, good mission. Uh, anyway, at a board meeting last year, I showed them a clip of the Megazords from Power Ranger. They loved it. They were blown away. You're making this up. I said, gentlemen, what we need is a money zord. <laughs> okay. And, and again, a, a money zord is your name for a Megazord, which, not to repeat myself, but, uh, but which is a giant robotic dinosaur from the 90s children's program Power Rangers. That's right. Well, almost. See, a money zord is identical to a megazord in every way, but if the megazords were wealthy. I'm embarrassed to ask, but I gotta know. Um, for argument's sake, let's say you do have your own personal wealthy megazord called a money zord. Right. 
That being said, what exactly does set them apart as wealthy? Each one of our money zords has something unique about them that makes them appear and frankly behave more like, you know, rich people, rich old men specifically. They're like what you'd get if you combine Voltron with Richard Branson. I'm having a hard time buy buying any of this, but again, for argument's sake, can you tell me about your own money zord? Sure, well, for me, I pilot the T-Rex Money Zord. Sure, so with your T-Rex Money Zord, which I assume is red. Exactly, I pilot the red Money Zord. Sure, so with your red T-Rex robot, uh, what makes him wealthy? Great question. So do you remember the T-Rex Megazord from Power Rangers? Piloted by Jason, I believe. Exactly. So my money sword is a 100% perfect identical copy, except he's wearing a fur coat. <laughs> okay. Uh, just so I'm clear, Todd, you've spent the pandemic learning to pilot a giant robotic T-Rex in a fur coat around Westdale. That's right. It's fun. Your listeners should try it. It's awesome. And you do this with your business friends, right? Tell me about them. Okay, take Miriam Winegum. She's the uh, heiress to the vast Winegum fortune here in Westdale. Killer bod, by the way. Bit on the older side, but she could still get it. Oh, come on, Todd. Can you stay focused? Right, so Miriam Winegum actually pilots the Triceratops money zord. Okay, okay, sure. So your friend, the Winegum heiress, has her own uh, giant Triceratops mech suit. That's what you're saying. She does. Okay, and uh, what about it makes it a money sword? Does it, does it have a fur coat too? Oh no, 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 no. Her Triceratops sword has plugs. Like hair plugs? Oh yeah, they're okay. I, I still think you could tell though. They look like doll hair really, but I guess maybe the Boston Dynamics folks wanted them, I don't know, to look like he had them done in the 80s or something, you know? But yeah, when you see this gigantic Triceratops robot with bad hair plugs, I'll be honest, it's kind of hard not to laugh. I can imagine. And, uh, right, okay, take Roderick C. FMU III. His grandfather, Roderick Sr., founded McMaster Campus Radio with his vast fortune as a real estate developer who owned numerous tenement housing complexes. God rest his soul. I know, I know. So his grandson, Roderick III, pilots the Brontosaurus Money Zord. And what makes it a Money Zord is that it too is a landlord. His Brontosaurus robot is a landlord. That's right, Roderick's Money Zord owns a few dozen crumbling apartment complexes in Westdale slums over there that he rents to other working class Zords. Okay, so he's just a scumlord Money Zord, huh? Well, Bronto Zord doesn't like that term, but yeah, sure. And, uh, and right, he saves money by not doing like any repairs. So, you know, like if it's leaking and the rain gets on his tenants and, and the water reacts with their circuitry, and maybe they explode a little, Bronto Zord can just claim the insurance. So yeah, call him a slumlord if you want, but with that kind of dosif, he's got half of Westdale's counselors in his back pocket. You know, that that's awful. I gotta say, I really hate that the corruption in this town has grown to involve, well, giant robotic dinosaurs. I mean, it was bad enough already. Well, he's very philanthropic, I'll have you know. I bet. So, okay, let me just let me just make sure I got all this. So, you and your CEO friends here in Westdale, 
you all have money swords. Uh-huh. And what the money swords are, are your own personal mega swords, like from Power Rangers, but with fur coats, uh, hair, hair plugs, and crumbling rental properties. And that's right. <laughs> fine, fine. It's ridiculous, but fine. Um, so what else? You were saying that that learning to pilot is literally paying for itself. Exactly. Can you speak on that a bit more? Like, are you using your Zords to, I don't know, uh, deliver shipments or repair infrastructure or, or what? Right, so once a month, me and the other CEOs find a day where we get into our money Zords and basically go around Westdale, stomping around the working class neighborhoods and blowing things up till the people there agree to work for us. They beg. That, that's terrible. Terrible? It's highly profitable. We pay them nothing. Look, after you've had your apartment destroyed by a robotic brontosaurus tail, you take an unpaid internship to make it stop too. And that's been your secret to a successful pandemic, has it? Piloting giant robots to terrorize the working people of Westdale and line your own pockets. Yep, that's basically it. Oh, and Sam, let me just say, I highly recommend this hobby to your listeners. Sometimes you need to invest in yourself. Well, first of all, I doubt many of our listeners are monsters. Uh, but on top of that, I doubt many of them can afford their own money zord. Come on, they can't all be losers, can they? It's not about being a loser. It's about how inequality is like at jazz age levels. Ah, jazz. The original urban music, if you will. Ta okay, Todd, let's not rehash that. Uh, okay, so you've had a good pandemic by stomping around Westdale in your gigantic T-Rex money sword. In his fur coat. Yeah, in his fur coat. And obviously um, you've enriched yourself even further. And that's been a good thing, according to you. Um, but how about the bad? What's been the bad side of the coronavirus pandemic for you at least? Huh, let's see. What's bad? What's bad? Hmm, nothing. Nothing, huh? Nope, absolutely nothing. Oh, hang on. Yeah? I had gas yesterday. Uh, I guess that's not really... A... I, I don't think that's related. No, exactly. So yeah, COVID's been great for me. Wish we could have a pandemic all the time so I could pilot my wealthy dinosaur robot around Westdale, tormenting workers and accumulating capital. It's so much fun. I see. Well, thanks for calling Todd and giving us some insight into... Well, frankly, how you and the Westdale CEOs are pretty much no better than looters at this point. Oh, boo-hoo. Show some respect or I'll pilot my money zord down there and squash you. I'd love to see you try, you jackass. I will try. You'll see. Oh, fine. Bring it on. I bet I could still take you. Hey, Miriam! Roderick III! Go get Alphonse and Shackleford! It's morphin' time! Great. Widget CEO Todd Dushelman talking about his giant T-Rex robot in a fur coat. The rich are not like you and I, or whatever that quote is. Let's take a break. We'll be back in a minute with more Work It. And now a reading from David Bradley Eisenberg. Career counseling for the COVID-19 unemployed. Coast on inherited wealth. If you don't have inherited wealth, 
Consider becoming your handsome brother who still has a job. Do not file for unemployment. Unemployment insurance is a form of normalizing the pandemic, and this is not normal. Consider joining one of the many growing job sectors, such as sourdough bread maker for fighting couples, strike organizer for professional athletes, epidemiologist publicist, president of the United States of America, a job that helps people and makes a lot of money quick, or Antifa corporate consultant. Don't worry about pandemic health procedures. The bad of unemployment cancels out the bad of the virus, so you're actually immune to COVID-19 now. If you can't beat him, join him. Become a super spreader. At least the virus recognizes your potential. I'm not suggesting anything, but people say you'd look just like your brother if you grew a beard, and he keeps his social security card in his sock drawer. What about listening to your friends? That's emotional labor, and all labor pays. There you go. Do things to make unemployment more socially acceptable. Move in with your retired parents so people think you're still in high school and didn't just finish your MFA in stained glass. These are not normal times. When updating your resume, choose a resume font that reflects that. Have you considered Gothic, Papyrus, Webdings, or even Gothic Bold? I recommend that you become a hedge fund manager and do it unpaid. Companies want to see initiative and passion. Call the cops on your sadness. Have you considered investing your unemployment checks in cryptocurrencies, kryptonite bike locks, Mattel brand kryptonite slime, or the periodic element krypton? Cryptofascism is also on the rise if that's your thing. Have you considered overthrowing the government? Look more into that. Have you considered getting a really high fee credit card? Because at this rate, tomorrow will bring another disaster that will finally destroy the global credit system. Hand sanitizer. Have you considered becoming hand sanitizer? Have you considered voting for a politician who won't help you materially, but seems nice? Remember, your brother is deathly allergic to stone fruits. All right, welcome back. Uh, so the COVID-19 pandemic has obviously impacted many of our daily routines. I mean, of course it's just brutalized the poor and working class. At one point, I think the uh, unemployment rate had tipped over 13%. And I mean, search online for like a second and you'll find stories of people and families being evicted with no place to go. It, it's just awful. But even for people in more privileged positions, it's been pretty disruptive too. Um, I mean, many of us are working from home. I am, I bet a bunch of you are. Uh, many of our gyms and parks have been closed for like months now. Um, many of us are leaving our homes less, seeing friends less, being just generally active less because of social distancing rules. So it's a situation where it's pretty easy to forget about our health and fitness. I bet many of us are spending the whole day basically sitting around. Um, but let's change these bad habits. We've got a guest on the line. Guest, are you there? Oh, you better believe it. Great. Um, our guest today is a fitness guru. Do I have that right? Fitness guru? 
brother, I've lost track if guru is appropriative language, so I just call myself a fitness dictator slash god. Oh, uh, okay. I commend the, uh, spirit of the change. It's just the right thing to do, brother. Sure. Well, our guest today is a, uh, a fitness, I'll, I'll just say expert, fitness expert. Right on, broski. Cool. A fitness expert and personal trainer here in Westdale, he goes by the name of Mr. Creatine. Welcome to work at Mr. Creatine. Great to be here, Sam, and may I say you're sounding very well. Oh, um, thank you. No, really. Your throat muscles sound positively shredded, my man. Even over the phone, I can tell. <laughs> okay, well, that's cool. That's good news, I assume. It is, it is. What's your throat routine? Uh, throat routine? I, what do you mean? What's your routine on throat day? Reps, man. Tell me your reps. Oh, uh, I don't know. I don't do anything special, really. Okay, bro. We'll talk after the show. By the time I'm through with you, you'll be able to lift 140 kilos with your neck. That's like, hang on, 100, that's like 300 pounds. What more could you want than to sprint down Barton Street with a 300 pound weight tied to your throat? (laughs) Oh, sure. Well, like you we'll talk after. There goes Sam from work at Felsay. (laughs) Great. Whoa, get a look at old mega throat. Sure, I look forward to it, Mr. Uh, Mr. Creatine. No problem, Bob. Okay, so so Mr. Creatine, like like I was saying in my intro, a lot of people are working from home these days, maybe not getting much exercise, and I was hoping you could come on and you know give our listeners like some helpful tips about how they can stay fit and healthy during this whole COVID pandemic. Of course. Now, Sam, what we're talking about here is Mr. Creatine's lean schemes for quarantine. Uh, are we? We are. Mr. Creatine's lean schemes for quarantine are schemes I dream to keep you lean, whether teen, has been, or somewhere in between. Oh, sure. Cute rhyme. What rhyme? The whole rhyming thing you did. It's fun. I like it. What thing? Look, Sam, are we going to talk fitness or not? Oh, um, well, exactly. Uh, let's talk fitness, Mr. Creatine. Maybe you're not ready for a mega throat after all. No, really. I mean, let, let's talk fitness. All right, then. So, what you want to know is how can a person still achieve peak fitness from home, correct? Exactly. I think our listeners might really get something out of that. Sam, now is a great time to lose weight. Let me explain how. Great, Mr. Creatine. Please do. I mean, I think I've seen people... You know, posting online about uh, Corin Chub, which is, you know, totally understandable, of course, and not something somebody should feel bad about. That's right. But look, if you want to ditch that Corin Chub or Flabdemic, as I call it, it's easy. Great. So for people who do want to shed that extra quarantine weight, what would you say, Mr. Creatine? What I'd say is this is a God-given opportunity to try fasting and cleansing. Seize it. Well, terrific. Um, and what does that mean? Well, most of your listeners aren't doing anything anyway. That means your metabolism will be low. Mr. Creatine scheme number one, you don't need food. Uh, okay. So you said fasting and cleansing. That's right. So, so I, okay. So you don't need food, what, like at dinner? So maybe you just have like a really big breakfast to get you through the day. Something like that? Eh, boy, you really aren't mega throat material, are you? I, um... No! What I mean is, stop eating. Stop eating. Eating is stupid. It sucks. (laughs) Okay, but we need to eat, Mr. Creatine. Sam, that gets me to Mr. Creatine's scheme number two. Eat as much food as possible. (laughs) 
but but you just said now's a great time to gain weight you aren't doing any extra movements all those calories you consume will go straight to your muscle okay so i should stop eating food but i should eat as much food as possible that's the spirit look now that you're just sitting there not eating anything eat everything rather than getting burned off by excess movement your muscles will grow rich and voluptuous off the food particles and so forth. Food particles? And so forth. And this works, does it? Yes, Sam. Mr. Creatine's schemes work instantly all the time. Okay, sure. I gotta say, uh, I'm becoming a bit, well, skeptical. I mean, okay, your first two tips are, are literally A, to stop eating, and B, to do nothing but eat, which are, well... Well, what? I mean, they're literal opposites. I don't think so. Sam, how about Mr. Creatine's scheme number three? Sweat it out. Okay, okay, well, this sounds more promising, Mr. Creatine. How should our listeners sweat it out? Turn off your AC. Boom! Free sauna. Don't have AC at all? Even better. 24-7 sauna. Okay, so, uh, make your home hot is the tip? And make sure you don't drink too much water. We're trying to sweat it out. That's the point. Okay, well, like food before, we also need water to live. So I would urge caution for our listeners with some, oh, well, all of these tips. Drinking water just means you need to sweat more. Well, do your own research. That's all I'm going to say um, to anybody following Mr. Creatine here. Are you ready for my next tip? I am, but again, I would ask our listeners to take this with a huge grain of salt at this point. Mr. Creatine Scheme number four. Get a home gym. Well, this does actually sound like good advice, so how should our listeners get a home gym, Mr. Creatine? Turn your home into a gym. Furniture in houses these days are very sturdily made. We all know this. You can use furniture for any number of exercises. Believe me, it's up to you. Pull-ups on the back of a door are a great way to get a huge pump and blast your lats. Wait, so so you're saying use the home it, itself as a gym, like the home, not, you know, buy gym equipment for home use. That stuff's expensive. You got that kind of scratch? I didn't think so. But that can't be safe, can it? I don't think most doors can support an adult's weight, can they? I've only seen them get ripped out of a door frame a couple of times. See, but that's bad though. Someone could get really hurt. Oh yeah, this one client of mine, Bill Helium, he tried this and the door ripped out of the frame and landed on him. Well, there you go. God, I mean, I hope he was okay. Oh my, no. He got decapitated. De- decapitated? Thank God for the doctors at Westdale Hospital for the avant-garde. They were able to give him a balloon for a head and he's made a full recovery. Okay. Sidebar, you know, there's something about that hospital. Gives you the creeps, right? Exactly. I mean, they're saving lives, so you can't be mad. Well, sure, but this guy has a balloon for a head now. It's a little unsettling. A little, it's totally unsettling, but you know, like you say. They're saving lives. Look, I think we can agree, it's complicated at best. Right, at best. You know, I have seen that guy at the bank a few times, come to think of it, and He seems happy, as far as I can tell, so, you know, good for him. Oh yeah, he's living his life to the fullest. He's still a client. Hang on, he's still a client of yours? Yes, indeedy. Even after your advice got him decapitated? It's water under the bridge. And his head replaced by a balloon, he's still your client. Ask Bill Helium. Ask any of my clients. 
Mr. Creatine is that damn good. Well, I guess I have to take your word for it. So, Mr. Creatine, um, any any other tips? Nope. That's that's it, is it? For wildly ridiculous fitness tips. Don't eat, eat, sweat a bunch, and hang from your door frame. Okay, well, I guess we'll wrap up, but you know, I'm I'm curious. You mentioned your personal fitness clients. I imagine normally you work out with them in person at a gym, right? Of course. I work out of the Muscle Hut. Muscle Hut. That's one of Westdale's leading gyms over on um, Buff Boy Lane, I think. Buff Boy Lane. That's right. Great gym. Right. And obviously, Muscle Hut, like most gyms, has been closed during this whole COVID thing. Right. So I'd guess, what, are you doing your training over Zoom these days? Uh, what's that? Oh, okay. Well, Zoom is an online calling thing. It's basically replaced Skype for a lot of people. Skype? Oh, you, you don't know Skype either. So what do you use? Like, do you FaceTime to do your training? I have FaceTime with all my clients, if that's what you Well, I mean, are you doing personal training over FaceTime calls? I have literally no idea what you're talking about. Are you not using any video calling software for computers or or what computers those things with the screensavers uh i'm i guess so i mean i never thought of them that way but yeah they're the things they're the things with the screensavers that would never work no when you said facetime i meant i'm still seeing my clients in person Oh, oh, okay, sure. So, uh, I mean, you figured out how to do your personal training in a socially distanced way. Absolutely. Oh, good. We keep a safe and healthy distance from everyone when I'm training people now. Terrific. I'm not a moron. Oh, of course not, uh, Mr. Creatine. So, I mean, tell me more. How do you do socially distanced personal training in case, you know, any of our listeners are interested? Sam, I'm pleased to announce publicly for the first time I'm the proud owner of Mr. Creatine's underground sewer gym. Hundreds of my clients getting absolutely shredded in the Westdale sewer system. Westdale's first and only gym to be both illegal and subterranean. A, a sewer gym? Fully distanced from the civilized world. Get ripped doing deadlifts next to a river of waste. Tone your biceps on a speed bag that's actually a rat king that's gnawing your hand off. Ready to kick it up a notch? Try a Zumba class led by one of our fitness experts. Ever gotten jacked with a mole man? Now's your chance at Mr. Creatine's underground sewer gym. This sounds really dangerous and also really disgusting, Mr. Creatine. You want to know the best part? What's that? I met my wife there. You met your wife at your new underground sewer gym. I did. Well, bully for you. She's an alligator. Your wife's an alligator. Mrs. Creatina. Mrs. Creatina the alligator. She runs our cycle fit classes. So your alligator wife runs the cycle fit classes. That's great. We don't have any bites. And how's that working out? Not too good. I'll bet. Uh, listen, Sam, I've got to get going. So you're welcome for the fitness advice. Sure, great. If your listeners want to learn more about Mr. Creatine's underground sewer gym, climb down the manhole at Newton in Maine. But don't let the cops see you, or you'll blow this for all of us. And my Mole Man army will find you and will devour you. Good, well, uh, thank you for your time, uh, I, Mr. Creatine, I guess. Uh, so do I send the invoice to you or CFMU? In what invoice? 
well, this call counts as a premium lesson, which is normally 20,000. But for work it, tell you what, I'll knock off five bucks. 20,000, there's no way I'm paying that. Well, all I can say is prepare to be devout. <laughs> Terrific, thank you so much, Mr. Creatine. Another amazing guest. Assemble, my minions. All my best to Mrs. Creatina. Tonight we feast. Great. Another fine representative of the uh, Westdale small business community. Where do they find these p people? I really gotta move to another market. All right. Here's something. There you go, folks. So ends the first overtime episode to tide you over till next week's work it. More content shoveled onto the festering landfill of unlistened to podcast that is your iPhone storage and mine. We'll be back in two weeks with another of these and back next week with another normal work it. But what about in 3,003 weeks, you ask? Hang on, let me check our calendar. Ba -ba -ba. That's a normal work it. Apparently our topic that week is the Feast of Gromulon. Should be a fun one.